unrepentant, and in your face with a style that is always funny, fresh, and never boring. Join Delhi as he discusses various relevant and trending topics as he keeps you informed, engaged, and entertained. Welcome to Soul Food and Lemonade. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and get right into it. I like to call this segment Mr. Showbiz Magazine. This is where I like to chop up with the current events and with entertainment news or just whatever we feel like getting into. So let's get into this. So currently, as of this recording right now, DMX is currently fighting for his life. So I'm not sure what's going to happen by the time this podcast airs, but I just want to take a moment to give a shout out to DMX, the Rough Rider community, prayers up for all of um, of that and all that's going on. But as of right now, there is a statement that has been released. So we just got word from, well, we didn't get word, but TMZ got word and we getting word from TMZ um, from his rep that last night DMX was rushed to the hospital after collapsing at his home. At this time, he remains in ICU in critical condition. But you know what? We're just going to send that love out because DMX has been a warrior all his life. Yes, he has been. He's been through a lot of stuff. He's been battling drugs and addiction all of his life. Um, The statement goes on to say that he had a heart attack and he's currently having no brain activity right now. So it's not looking really good. But um, yeah, man, just another sad and devastating time here we are probably on the brink of losing another great one this is just it gets crazier and crazier yeah continuing on with what you said i heard he uh overdosed and then with the overdose then he went to hospital had a heart attack and now he's in a vegetative state and it's like wow and my whole thing with finding all that out is that it's crazy to think about that he first had his first drug encounter at 14 years old and him getting that from someone that was supposed to be a mentor right i did see a video about that um i was watching the video for some podcast that he was on recently where he said that his first encounter with drugs was a laced weed blunt with some crack Mm -hmm. that one of his mentors actually gave to him and he was just in tears just talking about it because that just you could just see that that started the devastation that was to come of his whole life and this man has been in numerous movies and i mean come on his career like right for a rapper of that caliber somebody from the streets barking Mm -hmm. and scaring people and now he like man this is crazy to be honest i feel this is just my personal opinion of all the rappers out there i think his lyrics have have the most impact even Mm -hmm. to this day because he talks about real life, not that the others don't, mm-hmm. but somehow through Dream, his yeah. style is able to uh, drive the message home even so much more forcefully. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love him personally. You know? Yeah, like genuinely, he speaks about his life genuinely. He holds nothing back. He tells the truth about himself, about his entire life. And he, he always tells the truth. As well as that, it's like a lot of rappers have not accomplished what he did. Like he was coming out when he even first started, he was coming out like, doing an album after a year like most like yeah. most rappers singers don't do an album like back to back album each of his like first three albums were all number one 
mm. like smash hits yeah. all number one albums and they all went platinum everything they was like that's unheard of for rapper to do an album a year after year after year and all of them be three number one albums all of them and i i think in part to the pressure of um you know uh, the pressure of putting out those albums back to back. Um, I'm sure he's faced a lot of pressure, which led to drug use. Yeah, I mean, I'm, he's I'm been back and forth in, in rehab. And just recently he was in jail yeah. for a tax evasion. But just to clear everything up. Um, so what happened exactly was he had an overdose at his home around 11 p.m. And sources say that the overdose triggered a heart attack. He was then rushed to a hospital in White Plains, New York, where he's currently in the critical care unit. Hmm. And we're told he has some brain activity. Other sources say he's in a vegetative state, as you mentioned, and doctors yeah. have cautioned that he may not make it. So as by the time you guys hear this recording, um, we don't know what, we the, don't outcome know what the outcome will be, yeah. but we just we can only hope for the best. Yeah, we just want to send our, our love and what wishes to, to DMX. So let's just move right along. Um, so another thing that's going on or that did go down today is Cher was taking some heat by a tweet that she wrote where she was trying to, um, let me just break this down before I get into Cher. Let's just talk Can about I Cher for a minute. Well, yeah. what happened exactly was she was talking to her mother and she said, I watched the trial of the policeman who killed George Floyd and mm -hmm. cried. Mm -hmm. And she saw her mom, this is going to sound crazy, but I kept thinking, Maybe if I'd been there, I could have helped. Yes. So this is when it started some Should uproar in Twitter. In the Twitterverse, so, uh, they were they, up in arms. So they call her what? The uh, white savior syndrome or something like this that. This is exactly what that is. This is the white savior syndrome. We have the Karens who oh <laughs> you, we all know <laughs> who a Karen is. <laughs> and now we do have this syndrome that white people have where they feel like they're our saviors like well, well the thing is i do not i i personally don't think that she had that in her mind that mindset or, you know yeah. it's just i guess whatever she was feeling at that time she expressed the way that she hoped things would have turned out if she had been there yeah um i don't know personally i just think they jumped on her too swiftly yeah, nowadays yeah. you got nowadays, yeah. everybody's getting canceled in like two seconds. Like if, if you know. say anything wrong, or not even wrong, if you say anything slightly, if they think is wrong, you're canceled. Lisa Ray you, just like, came under fire too for some. <laughs> it's like you I feel like everybody is extra sensitive right now. Yes. Anyway, yeah. like you can't. Like everything you can't is is and always just, an issue. And it didn't just start. <laughs> it's been a few years. Oh no, now it's like like you get canceled everything. real quick, especially now. Like you get canceled in two seconds if you look the wrong way, you say the wrong thing. Yeah. You get canceled. I'm sure second. her heart was in the right yeah, place. And really as quickly was. as this has caused uproar, we're not even going to remember this tomorrow. Yeah. That's and my whole the, thing with what she what she was saying <laughs> was genuinely, if you have been uh, paying attention and watching the case as it's been going down, I did. It's been I can't watch it. Intense. I cannot like watch. crazy intense. Yeah, like it's the, live um, one. I think it's like the police mm -hmm. chief for the uh for was I can't remember the state, but he literally came on there. He said they get trained every single year for that type of encounter. What to do? What night to do? What force to use? Everything. So he like if your police chief, the head of the police chief, said your force that you use was completely, completely unnecessary and you and he said as well that the call the officer that did it 
He's been an officer for over two decades. So he so knows you better. have been he trained year after year after year after year after year after year on what to do and what not to do. But you know what I'm also thinking? I'm thinking that they those two probably know each other. They do. And have had some. No, that's what that's what all has come past. out. You haven't seen all of that. It's, it's all come out. No, that I don't watch the trial. I oh, so I, what? No, what I has all come out is assuming. that the two have already known each other for a long time. They used to work together. And he's had, I don't know what the officers seems to have, like, yeah, animosity. Like yeah, it was real, what he's he had an was interaction with George Floyd before. He's, yeah, he's like, he's he, definitely I, had I'm trying to remember if George Floyd was like a bouncer or something. They used to work at the same place. Yeah. Oh they used to work so together. there's history with them. So and that's, what that's makes it why worse. it oh, makes okay. it even worse okay. for you to for you to blatantly sit on that man's neck like that like come on i don't understand why there's even a trial for this only in america do we have to have a trial for a murder that we all saw like we all saw on video why is there a trial what's the question anyway let me let's it's the american way let's not let's not let's not go there but more interestingly or not more interesting but just to take it to a different um a different realm so mariah carey just got her covid her COVID nineteen shot. Oh, she got the vaccine. She got the vaccine, oh. yeah, and she ended it on a That's high note in true Mariah Carey fashion. You need one of the- <laughs> oh, her, her whistle notes. It wouldn't. <laughs> it would not be Mariah Carey if of she didn't get the not. shot and, no, and do a high note. Extra. Of course, yeah. it's Mariah. That's why we love her for the diva that she exactly. is. Exactly. So, how do you guys feel about this? Do you feel more comfortable with the fact? That are that more celebrities looks like they're getting vaccinated. Does okay. it make you feel like okay, maybe I should get my vaccination now, or nah. are we still so, on the fence? Nah. So completely, I'm for are. real. Whenever I've seen any, and there's been a lot of celebrities, black celebrities are doing. No, you not you not changing my mind on I this know, because a black celebrity did it and somebody rich did it. Well, you you're able to get what I can't get, and especially in the sense of healthcare. anybody can get it now. No, no, what I'm saying it. in the sense of healthcare. You can get the best of healthcare that I wouldn't be able to get. Yeah, say you it's had, the same say, vaccine, say, though. No, but what I'm saying is, say you had a reaction to the vaccine and you're a celebrity. Yeah, your healthcare that you're going to get it's is going to be 20 million times yeah. better than the healthcare that I would get. Exactly. They're going to. I don't know about that because my Blue Cross Blue Shield <laughs> ain't nothing to play with. Well, you're not still. You're not so. a celebrity. <laughs> I'll be all right. Yet. So you're you no think your Blue yet. Cross Blue I'm, Shield? Versus, I mean, if, if everybody arm fall off, then they arm gonna <laughs> fall off. Like we all just gonna be walking around armless. Like, so you think your Blue Cross Blue Shield versus Beyonce in the hospital is gonna be the same? I don't think it has anything to do with insurance yes, or none does. of that because it everybody's does. reaction it to it is going to be different. So again, I always no, say this I'm when saying, we talk I'm about the vaccine. The part of if you're a celebrity and you get the vaccine or you don't get the vaccine, if you get COVID as a celebrity, do you think that you're gonna get the same care? As, as the rest of a us. wealthy ass celebrity, <laughs> or you think that wealthy ass celebrity gonna get I, yeah, care. I think it's gonna be the same because they don't have nothing exclusive I, that we don't what? have, not in regards to COVID you know right now. You know what? I honestly don't think you you mean that. You know, you know for a fact. <laughs> you that really they think are going if you are in a hospital, you got COVID, you, you got COVID, and Beyonce got COVID. God forbid, you got COVID, Beyonce got COVID. You think y'all both getting the exact same care? COVID is gonna affect us differently. <laughs> no, but that's just because she's saying. Beyonce that, no, doesn't no, mean she's. The question is going to get the same. Same care. care. Of course, she's gonna have better care. That she, was that the question. She probably has a team of doctors. <laughs> that's the question. But that I don't saying. mean nothing. Just because you have better care doesn't mean that's gonna 
If you're gonna die from COVID, you're gonna die from COVID. You can't change. If you got that. better care with the team of doctors that you have and their knowledge and what they could provide for you, it's completely gonna be different. Yeah, you have celebrity, like, celebrity they, what they could provide for you, you have, come on. You have low income doctors, okay? Anyway, but like <laughs> I was saying, what I always say about the vaccine is you should do what you think is best for you and what's best for your situation, exactly. for Absolutely. your body. Absolutely. So it is interesting that all of these celebrities are coming now out and getting it, vaccinated yeah. but my thing is this we're all eventually going to have to get anyway it's going to be one of those things yeah, where they're going to force gonna it on it us because yeah. right now I'm planning a trip to go out of the country for my birthday coming up yeah, in June and I'm already looking at like the requirements in other countries uh, where they're yeah. like you have to get uh, a negative COVID test there so to alleviate all of that I could just be like boom here go my vaccination just because when you want to travel and stuff, these are these are requirements. They're mandating yeah, now, it. So yeah. whether you like it or not. And and also, it's not just for your safety. It's for the protection of everyone else around you as well. We're not so, even going to talk about safety because I don't even trust it like that. I, think I don't it's trust all, it like that either. But. I think it's all bull. Nobody really knows what's going on or what they're doing. But to go along, to get along. In 10 years, we'll see if we grow horns and fins. Okay, like, We're that? probably all walking around zombies right now. Are we... No, I didn't. Are we even so here? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, I don't know. I'm a, that's why I said I'm going to just wait and see what the first batch of people do. So if but, they start walking around the drooling, then that, that, that'll make my determination. I know. So, right? I want to get the shot. I have right. a doctor friend who uh, texted me a few days ago and asked me if I took the vaccine. And for those of you who are listening and you want to go out there and take the vaccine, all you have to do is go to vaccinefinder.org, I believe it is. And you can see all the locations in and around your areas where you can um, go and take it. However, he was asking me if I took it. I said, no. He said, what are you waiting for? You need to take it. So I say, I'm not comfortable with it. So his response to me was, it, it, it's best for you to take it because there are several different variants of it. And some are more deadlier than others. So... After I heard that, I started thinking. So I'm going to try to get him on the show to explain what yeah, all of that means. Yeah, we need somebody who knows physician, what yeah. they're talking about because there's too many different Opinions, versions of yeah, things yeah, going around. South African version. That's so my issue with it. There's no For it to be a health issue, it's just not cohesive enough for me. So again, for me, I am not a guinea pig, so I will be waiting and waiting right. for as long as possible. This ain't about to be no syphilis <laughs> like, uh, back in the day. You, <laughs> I know, you know right? the Tuskegee not... experiment. Mm -hmm. This is not about to be but, none but you of that. I made a valid point last week how fast they developed this vaccine. In right. And, and there's still not a vaccine for HIV, for cancer. And uh, I just it just doesn't make any sense no, to me doesn't. personally. It, it just sounds like it sounds like another another flu shot or something. It's just like And then as this, well for me, it's it's like like we said, you have all these different diseases that have already been out here for how long? For as ages. well as that, okay, you made this vaccine, but does this vaccine, do you know how it will react to someone that has HIV, that has cancer, that has That's high blood pressure, or has any point. type of issue like a heart disease? Different or scenarios. Any type of thing. And then not, not only how that, they but they react? have all these different strands and variants of COVID that's coming out. So what's the point of you taking the shot that's covering the COVID that's out now when we don't know they, they call it the South African version yeah now they have the there's 20 different versions now they like. got the Yaki version then the Malaysia <laughs> they got all these different versions 
Like, come on, like. So what I'm supposed to do? Like, that's why me, I'm just gonna you wait. You give me a vaccine, but your vaccine yeah. versus all the different versions that's coming out. What I'm, I what don't I know. Mean? I just think something is in it that's not gonna take effect immediately. Maybe in another two years or three years, we we. If you really want my opinion, I feel like it's a chip in it. How our body really going to react to it? You know. So um, I don't know. I honestly don't know how I feel about it. I say give it some time. So that's that's what I'm doing. I'm giving it some time and. We'll just see what happens. Do we have anything else in the entertainment news segment? Entertainment. We, it's always something going on in entertainment. What you mean do we have <laughs> something? The weekend, I'm he donated a million dollars to provide food to Ethiopia. Oh, that's, so that's where he's from. from. So that's is he great. Ethiopia? Oh, that's, he's, oh, that's why he looked yeah. like that. I, oh, God. Don't, don't say that. That's, that's no, not, not like that. <laughs> like what? Like he looks, now that I think about it, he looks yeah, Ethiopian. Uh, the weekend is African. Straight I from Ethiopia. I did not know he was from Africa. I never really mm-hmm. paid attention to how he looks because, you know, he be walking around with bandages and stuff. No, he so so, terrible because I think, like, just, going, I think he had just did like a um, face lift I or something. I think that's just some kind of thing that he was doing. I don't think he really got anything done to his. I don't know. He's just somebody yeah, he, who I never paid attention to how he looks. To me, it's just like his the, voice, his, right? his, his but music. Yeah, it's a, it's and, a lot of rappers you wouldn't know their real name and where they really yeah, from. You'll be in yeah. shock because just like the weekend, the, what's his name? Wale? Well. That's how he's spelling. He's spelling W A L E. No, but his whole name is like a long, a long African thing. name. Yeah. It's like Oka, uh, Oka Cardi B, her something. name is Bacallus Almazara. Who? Cardi B. Her real name is Bacallus Almazara. Something. No wonder Car- she acted Cardi like that. <laughs> Cardi B's real I'm name sorry, is Belkalis. Oh, that's how you pronounce it. Cardi B's real name is Belkalis. I'm over here calling this lady Belkalis. Belkalis Almaz. I can't. It sounds like I'm about to choke. I know, right? I can't. I can't do it. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. There's um. What else was going on in entertainment? Oh, we said we were also going to talk about um. What's this going on with Trump? See, oh. I don't like talking about Trump, but... You don't have to talk about so, it. So... Mr. Man, we'll yeah. talk about Okay, go ahead, because you know I don't like that man. <laughs> Nobody oh, it's a mutual feeling at this table over here. So, yet again, we find out more, just just more when it comes to him, of course. So what's, come, what's being found out now is that when it came to Trump's campaign, he's a con artist to the highest level. What he did with his campaign is he had donations being given to his campaign, and you were able to donate. Up, he has now had to pay one hundred and twenty-two million dollars back to donators to the people he scammed. That don't, to that to people that he scammed, <laughs> yeah, that was line. all pro-Trump. I wonder how pro-Trump you are now, but anyway, <laughs> so the, he had to pay one hundred twenty because. He had in the in the writing, you donate whatever amount you donate, okay, but then in the fine, 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 little little tiny print, tiny, tiny print, yeah, that okay, you need to press this so that we don't keep charging you. Oh, how, really? how would anybody know that? If you got this in the tiny, 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 tiny print, and then as then it happened again. So wait, so it was recurring charges that were being. You um, kept getting charged. Oh if my you didn't press, if it you was didn't all press a this, lie. That's scam. That's scam. A if, scam. If you did not press this, you kept getting charged from him. So oh now you got gosh. people calling their banks, going off like losing their mind, not knowing because you're so pro drunk. Yep. He been lies. taking your money. The lies. I want to be Candy Burris so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> he been taking your money. Oh my a hundred and twenty-two million. That's a lot of money. My thing is, why what? is this not the the biggest news story going? I have to dig for this story. 
when I heard, and the thing why is, I heard it on TikTok. I heard the the way They're I heard it was on this TikTok man after the fact. <laughs> like it blows my mind. The way I heard it was on a uh, uh, personality on TikTok. I actually read something, on and it was just Facebook. like, wow. yeah. But, it's just but like, you know are what? you kidding me? $122 million? But if you ask me, they all deserve to be scammed anyway. Because <laughs> they were dumb enough to donate all that, that money part. knowing that the guy's a scam. To be if honest, you support a scam artist, then I have no sympathy for, for you, you being scammed. scammed. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, when it comes to this man, and anytime I hear someone speaks that say they are supportive of him, you cannot give me no legitimate reasons why. Because there is no like you cannot no give me no legitimate reasons why you support him. They all him. say it's the so same thing. They all Trump. say, "Oh, it's better taxes, and it's always some fluff or something like Only that." Only people is better There's taxes nothing. for that he ever was for is rich people that of he course. had that that's was in his pocket. And that's my <laughs> thing. All of his supporters are not rich people, so like you, you think he's right. Anyway, so enough about that. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about was the fact, well, something that you brought to my attention, Delhi, about how you were con- how you were thinking that companies are now probably going to be pulling out due to that new Georgia law that they have where oh, they are yeah. wanting or they're prohibiting people from bringing you water or anything to the line while you're voting. They're just creating all of these unnecessary laws to prevent people to prevent black voters for um from voting actually because that's that's, that's all what it is. it's all about and that's all the it thing is. is that i believe that the domino effect of this is going to be companies leaving the state of georgia as a result of this and uh, mm-hmm. would you blame them for doing so if they do so and at this point Absolutely i think that's not. what needs to Honestly, be done no. because that's what needs to be done because yeah. that's the only way they're going to respond to these things that they're doing they can't keep doing these unjust things but here's what he's doing uh uh kemp kemp is now blaming stacy abrams for all of this what? yeah he was blaming stacy abrams for this. it's not her, her fault it's because she brought people out to vote <laughs> exactly right. like are you exactly mad because people are actually exactly. voting that's the point everyone is supposed to everyone who has the right to vote should be able to do so it. whether it's mailing in your ballot whether it's it's that's how it's been done for years. Just because your party didn't get voted in, all of a sudden you have a problem with it, and you want to—that's just like a form of cheating. But basically. I tell you what, the repercussions of this in the next election is going to be more people. Oh yeah, turning out. Oh, we don't play no games. And the thing that's crazy to me is when they talk about mail-in ballots, from Trump talking about it to all of the Republicans talking about it, you're making no sense. This is what we've used since starting to vote. I was mail-in ballots that's like somebody going into a booth suddenly it's a problem about, okay well, yes we have so much technology now but how is that not the most accurate one where you mail in the ballot that you filled out like but still we've done this forever uh, but, but still you know what i think the voting system is antiquated too then i mean in this day of, of technology at this point we, we should be able to vote on an app no, on our phone you and exactly. submit the way we vote when a singing competition i was about to say that for american uh, idol you could literally Text one one two to your phone, right? like and you got new doing that. Oh, I understand there's legalities, no, and you want to make sure like no, stuff. No, but they want to have a tab on every single person. Like it's crazy. Uh, I mean, the same tab you can have a. There's got to be a, a better you way. Be you can have, way. like you said, you can have a million people a vote way. for somebody on a singing show, a dancing show, in two seconds. But they have a problem with everything. But now, mailing ballots is such an issue. If it's not a Republican in office or everybody all the rich people getting all the money while we all suffer and try to scramble together making $15 an hour we can't even get $15 an hour minimum wage in New York City you can barely live on $15 an hour so that's inadequate totally inadequate if you ask me 
Um, by the way, we have a main topic that we need to discuss. And um, the question we're asking today, and I'm asking these two gentlemen before me, what advice would you tell the younger version of yourself? If you could go back in time, if you could rewind and mm. go back to maybe your teenage years or so, what advice would you tell yourself, if any? Dash? I don't know if I would give, because my thing is everything happens for a reason. So I'm not really mad. Even the bad things or negative things that have happened to me in my life, they all happen for a reason. They made me who I am today. So I don't think I would necessarily want to change anything. Of course, there's certain things that you may want to, like if you know something is going to happen, like, yo, um, you're about to have a car accident today. So you might not want to take this route or, you know, something like that. But the only thing that I would probably tell my younger self is just to be more patient. Because me, me um, as the young Taj, okay, young Taj, he was just always in a rush. I don't know why, but when I was a child, I always was rushing to want to, to grow up. I never really lived in the moment. And How does that work? How is that working out for you now, growing up? Becoming an adult. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> Take me back. This is why I would tell my younger self. Be enjoy patient. Enjoy young. your youth. Because my entire childhood, like, let me tell you something. I was the kid who was the loner, who did not have friends. So I would hang out with teachers and have lunch with them in the teacher's lounge. That's how big of a nerd wow. I was. So, I mean, that just says a lot about, you know, who I was as a kid. And that's why Were you I a was. Yeah, I'm, I wasn't really nerdy. I was just really, I was just smarter than the other kids. I was okay. like one of the gifted kids who know all the answers. So school for me was never really challenging enough. Yeah. So which school did you go? Shout out to PS one thirty three out in Park Slope. Um, shout out to Hamilton Ooh. Music Academy in LA. I went to some great um, schools. I was supposed to go to LaGuardia out here in New York, actually. Um, but I had the opportunity to go to some amazing schools. But again, since I was that type of child, I was always rushing to want to be grown. And I think all children are like that in a way. We all are just rushing to want to grow up. So I would just say, right. yeah. Let me hear from, let me hear from Sharif. Sharif. What's your what your take on that? So for myself, going back and telling myself anything, truly the only thing that I'll really tell myself is in a sense like giving myself preparation, not like telling you, Oh, don't look out for this, look out for this, this may happen at this time and mm -hmm. go this way and not be around this person or anything. Similar to what Tasha said, everything that happened in my life, I'm actually good with because it made me who i am today completely molded me to be who i am and i know who i am and every experience and scar and wound and heartbreak and all shaped who i am so i'm, I'm completely fine with it now after growing from it and i wouldn't tell myself to not be around people but i would just tell myself in preparation i'm just going to prepare you you're going to go through some mm, you're going to go through Tough some thing, yeah, you're going to really yeah. go through a lot of things in life well, this life may really hit you, mm -hmm. but you're going to survive it all. Well, um, honestly, for me, um, I, know, I know everything happens for a reason. Yes, we all can agree on that. But if I had the ability to change a lot growing up, I would have changed it. I honestly would, you know, because um, life wasn't easy for me. 
you know, I've always been a, a loner by nature. That part, that part is probably the best part I enjoy about everything because being a loner means that I didn't have to put up with other people's crap. If I, did, if I was in an environment where I wasn't comfortable, I would just leave. And I didn't have to think about, even today, you know? So I've always been able to um, control my space and my environment to a certain extent. But there were some stuff happened to me that was very traumatic, you know? And if I could have changed those things, I would have changed them. I wouldn't want to bring them into my adult life and uh, having to think about them for someone who was depressed for many, many, many years and even suicidal. That was a, as a result of certain things that happened. However, like you said, it has made me a very strong person and it made me who I am today. So for that, I'm grateful. And that's why I wouldn't change anything because you mentioned yeah. your trauma, but who's to say? Because if you didn't go through no trauma, you'd be walking that's around weak. About to say. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be walking yeah. like everything. Even, yeah. That's why I would not change anything because every little thing that's happened to me that we don't realize it, we use it to our benefit at some point. Everything Absolutely. is it's supposed it's 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 just all in the stars. It's all aligned. But I'm curious to know why do some people process um their experiences differently than others? Is it because they're just weak or what do you mean? You know, okay. Two people may be bullied. Mm-hmm. One will fight back and really fight back while well, the other one will just allow themselves to be beat up, beaten up 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 on. You see? Why? Uh, why such a variation? Because we're so, all different. So we all the, have different experiences. Yeah. So the so that strength within, not everybody taps into it. If you, like, say you have like I've been bullied. I've had horrible as crap happen to me from rocks being thrown at me, all types of things. Mm. I've had horrible things happen to me. So, it can be it can be from no one helping you to tap into that, or mm. you not having that internally, or anything. It, all those variations because. You can try. You can be going through that in the dark, in the sense of why I say that you cannot be telling nobody that you're going through it, and then you keep going through it, keep going through it, and then unfortunately you commit suicide because I mean, you kept going through this in the dark. That I went through that I never told anyone. You know, right. uh, somehow within me, but you tapped I just into found the strength to deal with them yeah, the best I, way I could. You yeah, know? but you tapped into your strength, but then for others they may need someone to talk to because when you were in that darkness and you were in that pain. You don't know where the light is. You don't know who or who or what is going to help at all. And for me too, it was for me. I hide my pain and I hide my hurt very well. So someone would pass me on the street and I'm smiling and acting like everything is is okay, when in truth and in fact it wasn't. You know. So I don't know uh, how how does one continue to live from day to day. I, I mean, I went through it, so I know. I'm just asking these questions because someone out there may have the question. How does one continue living from day to day with the stress of what they have been through? Well, I don't know how, I don't know how everybody else does it because everyone handles it differently. But me, after a while, like you just come to the realization that life happens and you have no control. There's literally nothing that you can do. All you can do, and this is how I think about it. I just wake up every day and try to be the best that I can and do the best that I can. And that's literally all you can do because we don't know what's going to happen to us. Yeah. All we can do is put our best foot forward. So that's how I like to think of it. Every day I just strive 
to be the best that I and can you, be. And you know what, too? I think based on, uh, I can talk for me and Sharif, based on uh, some of our experiences that we've been through, it has, made, it has made us more empathetic towards other people who may be going through yeah. similar stuff or even you worse You don't know it until you go through yeah. it yourself. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes I listen to some people's stories and I walk away crying. You know, yeah. it's like I'm hurting on their behalf. Absolutely. You know, and it takes people who have been through stuff to have mm -hmm. that kind of empathy towards others. You know, and there's some people who are just as cold as ice. And those are the people who need some. That's the people who need something to happen to. Them. You just want to pop them upside their head so you can feel feel my pain. I don't want to pop like some like I do. Because I ain't going to jail for no one. <laughs> I, I choose up? violence every time. I will pop you upside your head. Don't play with me. Disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. This show does not promote violence. I'm not promoting violence, but that is something that our people should do. Like going back to the thing about being bullied, mm -hmm. that's the difference between two people. One person is going to fight back. One person is going to take them punches. I'm not about to sit there and take I'm them punches. I'm not taking the punches. That's, that's just, you know, two different reactions. Everyone has different experiences. And just because that's their experience for that moment does not necessarily mean that they're weak. No. Because no. just because you're... Just because you're taking the punches in one fight doesn't mean that it's not giving you the strength to stand up for yourself in that next fight. Exactly. And we can't really judge people by... That's why everything is different. We can't judge From people by experience, their experience. you either get better or exactly. you get worse. And that's what it's all no. about. It just all goes hand in hand. Yeah. So it is what it is. It so is. anybody that's going through it out there, just know that. It's going to be okay. Just keep pushing. That's all you can do. Yes, keep on pushing. Oh, by the way, let me take a quick break and um, talk about AmSocial.net. AmSocial.net is a social network site for creatives. So if you're a creative person, I would advise you or, you know, to just go over there and uh, join AmSocial.net. And the best thing about it is black, all black. I love us for and real. And brown people, you know. Anybody is welcome to join, though. But the content that you're going to see is for us. Okay. So um, let me ask you this. Has there been an experience in your life that was so traumatic that to this day you don't necessarily talk about it? Something so traumatic that you don't talk you, about you, you're pretty like, much Well, I wouldn't be talking about it now if it was <laughs> that traumatic. No, I'm just asking we, we don't the talk question. About Not that, that you're going to talk <laughs> yeah. about it. I just think about it. Has there ever been something that happens in your life that was so traumatic that you never, ever mention it, not even to your parents? Definitely. Well, we all have those moments, and that's why we don't talk about them, which is why I ain't talking about it right now either. <laughs> but well, let, me, let me think of something that I would like to share, um, because we all have traumatic things that happen to us. My earliest trauma was probably just realizing that I was different from every from all the other kids like that realization I just remember when it happened for me I was I had to be like in fifth or sixth grade and then all the times not getting picked when you're playing kickball or all the times where you're just not making that <laughs> connection with someone mm-hmm just something just clicked for me at a particular age and i was just like oh this is what it is and i was just like oh 
Wow. So how did you process that? Was you were you okay with it, or it took a My while for you to process? My process was immediately just to shut everybody down, and I just became reclusive. I just that's when I started being creative because all that suppressed energy that I had. I used that Generative to tap into yeah. writing. I remember my first, the first book I wrote, I had to be like four or five years old, was The Car With Glasses. Um, still got that somewhere. <laughs> Shout out to grandma. She she keeps all of that. Um, and those are good things to keep. I, I've saved all of my journals. I still have this Me journal too. from when I was 12 years old and just reading back all the things I was going through. And it's interesting when you read um, things that, you would consider it to be something traumatic as a child. And you read it now like, really? You was mad because, like, I literally have an insert in my journal that says I was mad because my sister ate my cake. <laughs> and petty, I was, petty. don't be messing with my red velvet now. <laughs> oh, believe But for me, me that was traumatic. You, was you might like laugh that. at it now. Oh, you had an experience of your food, right? <laughs> I was like that. I'm still like that. <laughs> Listen, I don't put my food. You know, like, just to if keep anybody it know me, I don't put my food. My banana pudding, my cheesecake, don't touch it. It's not yours. Why are you touching it? You had your own. Stay with mine. I will put my fork in your hand. Like, <laughs> you might get stabbed with a fork playing with me and my food. Like, that, I don't play. But I think that happens to a lot of us. We all realize trauma early on in our childhood. It all starts from the beginning. Our childhood is like a really vulnerable place for all of us. And that really shapes and molds who we are as adults. There's so much trauma and things that we carry on with us into adulthood that really messes us up in the head that we should let go. Um, so it all stems from that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the, the thing is that being an adult, sometimes, like you said, we look back at some of these things and we laugh because some of them you can laugh at, others of them you just want to forget and never ever mention again but this whole adulthood experience for me personally it's overrated <laughs> it's highly overrated yeah, growing, up here. <laughs> growing up sucks like growing yeah, up really sucks it really does suck you know because now you're responsible for a whole bunch of stuff right like what if what if i wanted to be a platypus like who just like <laughs> dropped me here and was like okay you gotta be a man and you gotta work you got and you gotta oh be black and you gotta act like this and you gotta pay bills and you gotta get a, like damn what if i wanted to just chill by the pond and just i'm just telling you what i'm telling you when i was a little kid i loved just running around yeah. Till my till I couldn't breathe just, just with no cares in the oh, yeah, world. Free like the birds. Just like, oh my God. Yep. Just run around freely forever. I, I wanted to be oh i you you know what you say when you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I wanna be a doctor, lawyer, judge. Everything, Ooh, right? You can keep you can keep all of them. <laughs> now know. I'm like, you can keep no, every like, last one. Uh, you keep the doctor, lawyer, no, no, that's too much. Now you know, I know what the crap that they go through. No, I don't yeah. want to be none of them. The, the one thing I must say, um, being an adult, is that I'm glad that I don't have to get beaten anymore because <laughs> I used to get my butt torn up. You know, I wasn't necessarily a bad child. I wasn't. Just but a difference time in discipline. Time, you know, the discipline was really harsh. Oh, at you times. sound like you had some mean And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because. <laughs> I think about the discipline that maybe you went through or I went through or you as growing up in our time versus what you see now, where I've literally seen in a Walmart, not just race, but just in general, I've seen little white kids knocking the whole shelves down. I know. 
I know. You know they and, don't have no respect for that girl. And mother doing nothing. They be cussing their whole mama out and calling and, her by her first name. I know. Oh, Becky, I forget you, slamming doors. And, um, using the F words too. I, mm-hmm. I was in a store it. once where this kid was telling his mother to F you. And all so she said that is, is stop race. We're just gonna go there it. and tell yeah, them what it is. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's when I race. tell you, it's another video, and it was actually a, a white child was on the show with his white mother, and she was trying to talk to him, be all I love one, talk all nice and nice. Mm-hmm. He yelling and screaming at her. Oh my god, it made, it made my heart palpitate because I could know my mother would took my life if I was yelling and screaming at her <laughs> oh, no, and the child. Like a no, dog. but he he took it even to the next level and smacked her. Across her face, it said, "You won't let me talk." I saw his whole life flash before my eyes. I know. <laughs> like, if he was a I was black like, Woo! mother, oh yeah, oh yeah. My mother would have t- turned these fucking cameras off. I'm taking your head off. <laughs> like I wouldn't have survived the rest of that day. Like well, it would let, not have been well, safe. Let me just like, share with this. Let me just share this little with you guys. The reason why people from, I would say, the Caribbean islands are so. You know, a lot of people say we are strong. Uh, what's the word they very use? Very strict. Um, not just strict, but very like. Uh, what's the word you use when you're like aggressive in the way we talk and act and stuff? I've heard that before. That's been said to me too. Oh yeah. I don't know where in the earth I'm. I'm aggressive. <laughs> Y'all are some aggressive people. See, <laughs> but the reason for that, I can tell you, one of the reasons for that is when we were growing up, we didn't get spanking. We get beating. Anything, anything that was in sight, that would be your weapon of choice. Okay? We didn't have mothers uh, talking to us nice and gently. Everything that's black was parents. A that's Caribbean parents. That's not Caribbean. That's just across that's the world. That's black parents. That's black parents. My did mom you, used to say, go get a switch, which means you go get a little branch off the tree. And that's what she about to whip you. No, we didn't get. Oh, not just that. It was everything inside. It was a shoe. It was a belt. It was was your hand. It was a. It was spatula. It was the broom. Sometimes you see something coming after you like a missile. You got a duck. You got a duck. But it has the quick reflexes. You see, we've all been there. See, I didn't really have to go through any of that (laughs) because I was a very good child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a good kid. You know, I'm the Tony Braxton of Your my family. I'm the oh, oldest. God. I am. I'm the Tony Braxton. Like, you know, the oldest, got good grades, always did what I was supposed to do. But so oh, I never really I never really had that experience of being beaten or all you had to do was yell at me. And that was, yelled, that, that, was, was that was enough for me. I'm like, oh, that, that okay. break, break your heart, I was smart. Right? There's a way to do everything. I did my thing, but there's a way you to do everything. Caught. You just don't get caught. That's <laughs> that part. These kids are dumb these days. They just, like, what are you doing? Like, you didn't lock a door? You didn't. It's amazing <laughs> what a lot of these kids. Give them, give what they do computer, today? Give them a phone, a cell phone. And you know the sad thing about this? A lot of kids, believe it or not, a lot of them do not know how to use a computer. The no, cell phone. They not be, even just that. Have More you seen so them nowadays? But the computer is the same as the phone. No, I'm, no talking, I'm talking like a, learning a, a computer class or a laptop. Yeah, like computer class. They don't know how to use even it. Even more than that, like the stuff they've taken out of school, like you don't learn how to tell time the analog clock. I still yeah. can't tell time like that. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> if like you say, show me a, a clock like that, I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> I can do 30. <laughs> 40, 45. Just, 45. Give, just give me yeah. a phone. What time is it? <laughs> so if somebody says to you, 
It's a quarter past. Like, just say it's <laughs> you know four fifteen, right? Like, when I tell well, you, don't even mean fifteen is not a quarter. What's the quarter? No, 20? it is. It's, it's, oh, it's okay. a, yeah. It's, I'm still. It's, I, mean, I still don't even know that. So somebody, uh, I remember it was on a TV show, and the host was asking like old school questions, like, "Do you know what the answer machine is? Uh-huh. Do you know what uh, the analog clock is? Do you know what this is?" Talking about the VCR, and it was like. No, what, what's VCR? that? Wow, what is that? Yeah, I haven't no. seen like VCR. You... And I don't know how long. <laughs> what Remember most... DVDs? I call them dividends. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like if you show a uh, uh, millennial, say like in the teens or even like twelve years old, a VCR, a TV where you had to go up there and press the buttons yep. to turn the channel, no remotes. Yeah. Nobody they wouldn't know clueless. what the hell to do. Somebody <laughs> in my house, I'm not gonna put them on blast, has <laughs> stole my remote. So I have been changing my channels with my um on the thing because so I, 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 I literally watch the same channel. I literally because only watch HGTV. No, I, I literally only watch HGTV, the, the home network with people fixing houses, yeah. or I watch the crime stuff like first oh, week. Oh yes. So I don't care if it's on one of those channels. <laughs> when I watch TV, it's just background noise. Anyway, I'm always like in my phone laying down, and I have like music playing. So I don't care. But yeah, I'm telling you, like, like if you were to show these kids of like the things that we remember. They're going to look at us like we crazy and like you old as dirt. What the hell is a VCR? What is an analog clock? What is telling times? Who does it? They don't even do cursive anymore at school as well. Yeah, cursive I heard that they took that out of this, like, that lesson plan out of a lot of schools. Like yeah. cursive is gone, everything. And then I'm like, so what are and y'all you, doing now? Millennials? What is happening to yeah, our future? Going on right what now. is it? Generation Z? So it's millennial, then it's Generation Z. I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, like, nobody is really writing. Everything is just all typing. Right. But I feel like certain things you should know. You should know how to write in cursive. You should know how to tell time. I feel like we're too reliant on technology. And that's the thing. Technology has Because once technology goes down, down, that's that's the wrap. When I tell you, uh, say my niece or nephew texts me, and it's a whole bunch of abbreviations with like LOL, WYDs, and it's a whole bunch of. Uh, emojis I'm confused I hate that By the time you <laughs> put them Abbreviations in You could have just Wrote what you What you exactly. meant Exactly I always say that I'm like You done wrote it's a, a different whole paragraph With a whole bunch of day. emojis I'm at the point now Where I stop texting All that long conversation thing I just press the little button And the microphone, microphone. Comes up yeah. Right. Or, yeah. Technology it. has that you know? too Where you can actually talk And then it'll talk write the whole text lazy we I, are I have lazy always been society. The person who writes Everything out And uses punctuation marks Because practice oh. makes perfect Because I did notice Because I used to be a I used to be an English teacher I used to be an um, uh, elementary school English teacher oh, right. So what I would notice about certain students is they would write the way they that Speak. people text. Oh yeah. Like instead of you, they would just write the, the letter, letter U. The letter the, the U. Letter U. And yeah. this is what's happening in the children. It's, yeah. it's it's ridiculous. So what I always tell people, just because practice makes perfect, write all everything out. I use Completely, periods. Yeah. They're like, oh, you text so professionally. Um, no, this is language. This is English. Use your quotation marks, your your question marks, all that. Yeah, people don't use those things no more. It's important. And, oh, have you ever seen someone on a phone texting at seventy miles an hour with? Oh, that, long oh I'm not able to do stuff? that. I've seen it so often, and I'm like, what the hell? How did they manage to text 
One of my friends so can text so fast, like, and it's all perfect. He like a whole paragraph, and this is like, are you yeah, uh, yeah. And I mean, and a whole paragraph, and it's just gong, gong, gong. I'm like, oh, I my saw God. this girl do it, and I was, I was totally amazed because I've never seen it, anyone on a time. And it'll be all correctly spelled and everything. Fast. I'm like, okay, technology is something else. Well, we have what? We have about uh, 13 minutes, and so. We have to fill this next few minutes by asking you guys, how was your week so far? I mean, last week, I had a very tough week last week. There were some assignments given to me that I didn't complete because I was late for going from one bus to the next. Not that I'm on a schedule, but it's just like last week was a crazy, crazy week for me for some reason. I just couldn't get my, my thoughts right. I was all over the place. I wasn't focused. All week long, I wasn't focused. But I would get up and get out of here on time. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand what was happening. What was causing your lack of focus? I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> Something was. Apparently. You just you can't I don't figure know. it out. I wasn't drinking, for sure. <laughs> Um, well, maybe that's what you needed to do. Went, maybe you needed a drink. No, I maybe you needed a good and drink. And I went to bed early. Uh, all last week, I was in bed early. Well, we're all going to have our off you know? moments. You know, it's always going to be something. So that's that's just life. I had a great week. I was chilling. I got a new bed. And, you know, I just moved into a new apartment. So I got to get all new furniture. So all sleep everything. but no work now for you. Hmm. Yeah, I finally got a nice, comfortable bed. My. I was just texting my mother. I was like, you know what? This is the first time since I've been an adult that I had a real bed. Like, <laughs> I sat down and thought about it. I was like, because wow. I thought about like all the apartments <laughs> I've lived in as an adult. And every bed I've had has been like some cheap, you know, just something. Because I just moved around. Like, I at one point slept on a futon for years. So I was like, look oh, at me, those are hard look at me getting grown. I bought a whole... <laughs> Sleepy's mattress with the little come on i'm gonna be in bed all day so my week was great shout out to my boss who put me on emails all week i didn't have to be on the phone talking to nobody i hate talking to y'all but <laughs> I hope your i'll do emails all day I hope your no that's that's great my boss knows this so it's okay if my boss is listening shout out to my boss yes i please keep me on Whatever the emails you call her name. keep me on the emails Oh, Ain't no shame in my game. I keep it real in all platforms. So That's right. What you get is what you see. Social or on social. So I, I can't be nobody but We're going to keep it real. I tell 100%. Right. But you know what? Um, I am looking forward to just having some fun shows with you guys, man. So far, it has been great, and I appreciate you guys. Yeah, we did for, some little promos today. We just we did right. some pictures. So y'all about to see look how we look. To it. I know it's so mysterious. Like when you just listen <laughs> right, just to the voice. voices, you're like, because that, that's the, that's what always was mysterious to me about radio, radio as a child. I love radio because after I'm telling you, them, you just, uh, them WBLS yeah. voices yes. and that they late the quiet night storm was always my favorite. Yeah, like, who the is quiet this? I love they be trying to sound all sexy. Like <laughs> <laughs> but and then, then some will shock you when you finally see how they really. And then when you meet some of them in person, you're like, huh. Damn, like I they promise be you, short. especially Nothing some of the ones on Breakfast The DJ on the Breakfast Club, I had not expected him to be that light skin. Which one? The uh, oh. DJ on the Breakfast Club. Evo or whatever. E no, DJ Envy. 
Oh, okay. I th- is he uh, is he mixed black? I think he's black, mixed. They look like they are black. They're all <laughs> <laughs> mixed for what? No, he's mixed. He definitely. I think so, mixed. but his, like it's a lot of them with the. But I guess when you a New York, you a New Yorker, you all sound black. You yeah, sound black or yeah. Spanish because like you have that thick New York accent that is just like yeah you sound even yeah. if you white like you that thick. Well, some white. People the accent, in the, yeah, New York has a unique accent compared very much to so. other places. But and I've know, got that from here. Like they, they say Jersey people have accent. I'm like, I don't hear it. I don't hear it in Jersey. People. I'm like, what accent are you Jersey talking about? Jersey definitely has, except for when you go in the hood and there's there's loud mouths. Oh, it's talking about like white Jersey people, and they talking about like Jersey Shore. That's completely different. I don't know that, but I don't hear no accent. I think white folks have a yeah, white people in this area, especially New York. Their accent is. The, especially Italians mm-hmm. and uh, well, the Italians more so. Joy Joy Bear is a perfect example. Oh yeah, but she's articulate, so yeah. she, hers don't come out as strong. Yeah, you know. But um, but the the beauty about living in this area is that there's so many different people, different cultures, um, different everything. Right. Whether you appreciate some of them or not, <laughs> they are here. And that's the beauty of living in this New York metropolitan area. For me, it is. Yeah, that's why I was so glad that I was raised in New York because my whole experience, like when you live or when you were raised out here and then you go other places, Mm -hmm. you really get to see how deprived the rest of this country is in regards to their lack of culture. Yeah. Because me being raised in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. I was exposed to all types of different cultures. And then when I moved down south, I live. I've lived in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. I've lived in Jackson, Mississippi, oh. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Phoenix, Arizona. I've lived in a lot of different you feel cities. Safe in all those places? I'm safe forever. I, I'm <laughs> safe forever. <laughs> Y'all need to be scared of me. Well, well, you have to understand this too. He was a TV personality, so yeah, that's the know. reason why I was moving around a lot because right. you know working in TV. You do have to start Move, small, yeah. go to different TV stations and work your, your way up. Yeah, so that's why I lived in those random places. But when I lived in those places, I noticed that those, especially down south, they're very, very stuck. And I don't know what this time warp that they're in. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you go to them deep, deep countries, southern So states, I did not cities. all the time feel safe, especially being in Mississippi as a oh, black yeah. man. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate being from New York because we really have this upbringing and we have this focus and this because ambition. Because we are exposed, we are yeah, exposed being from the to tri-state, so many different. Like New York, New Jersey, uh, what is it, Philly, Philly. Yeah, we like, are exposed we, we to grind, a lot. Like, I notice a lot of times, like, for example, when I lived in Mississippi, they have like a ceiling. They can only think as far as a certain a certain but like in new york we the sky is the limit we feel like we can do whatever the world. Yes. but i've noticed in smaller cities they feel like there's only so much they can do to like oh that's gonna be too much from for my town yeah. and i've never understood that mindset maybe it's because of the slow the slower, yeah. slower way pace. of life slower yeah. pace you know and that's why i couldn't do it i ran back <laughs> it was like the chance that we working from home now oh yeah i'm going back <laughs> Yeah, I'm going. If, if it don't matter where I'm living, I'd like to go back home. <laughs> so let me ask you that. For someone who has been to so many different cities, have you had any negative experiences, um, you know, 
throughout your career, stuff like that, even on the streets, walking around. There's always negative, no matter where you live. But I mean, in particular, really experience. In particular, what you want to talk about? The bad stuff this show. What's going I'm on? You want to talk about you traumas? And no. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have Dr. Yeah. Phil. Uh, but every city has, like, I know for, for Arizona, because I was just recently living in Arizona. I just moved out here in, like, February. Arizona is a very strange place. They have some of the strangest laws. Mm. They have... For example, they they have very strict DUI laws. Anywhere else in the country, you have to have like a 0.8 blood alcohol rate in, in order to even be considered being pulled over and being intoxicated. Mm-hmm. In Arizona, it don't matter. It's up to the officer. Oh. They could oh. be like, if you took a Benadryl, they could be like, oh, you're intoxicated. <laughs> they, just, they just have, I feel like for them, that's a moneymaker. Mm-hmm. So that's how they pull people over or whatever. Like every city has something like that. Here in Jersey, it's the tickets. You just give them. Oh, you get ticketed like crazy. Even buy a you get ticketed ticket like, like crazy. Why? It says I can park here. Like oh, every yeah. city has something. So that's why that's what I mean by it doesn't matter where you live, or people always have this notion about living up here, being up north, it's more expensive. And Which is it? It is. I mean, but my thing is this: if you live in New York, of course it's going to be more expensive because you're going to get you're going to get a job making more to you know to afford to live here yeah but in the same instance like when i lived in arizona although my rent was only what like nine hundred dollars i had to get a car gotta get a car no if you live out here you oftentimes don't don't even need need a car car. so it all balances out okay you might be paying more for rent but you're not paying a car no and insurance so i I my thing is where do you want to live it doesn't matter everything else could be worked out later is wherever you want to go. If you want to go up north, if you want to be in New York, if that's your dream, you can make it happen. If you can live in New York, you can live anywhere. But if you would rather a slow-paced life, something that you consider is easier... Go to Mississippi. Yeah. Or go to Atlanta. Everybody <laughs> else is in Atlanta right now. Oh, you know, God. Right? Too Everybody in their mama. They feel like going to Atlanta going to solve their problems. from here down to Atlanta. Yeah, I don't want to. Too many good. people I'll stay right here. <laughs> You know? Too Y'all many can have Atlanta. Atlanta. I don't like Atlanta like that. Well, friends, we've come <laughs> to the end of another soul food and lemonade, and I hope that you know we we uh, said something that you guys could relate to. Um, you know, but I am looking forward to some great shows with these two guys here. Fun guys to be around, if I must say so myself. But um, you know what? We, we just cute too. <laughs> you are gonna see when the promo picks drop. We you know, we was looking at. Who was looking all handsome he and stuff? Don't be time. sliding DMs. <laughs> you can slide in my DMs. <laughs> I welcome <laughs> all DMs. I might don't. not respond, but I welcome them. <laughs> don't listen to time. Don't slide in DMs. Just take that know. kind of show. <laughs> but it's been a good show, guys. And I want to thank you guys again for uh, listening to the show and listening to our craziness. Because I guarantee you, it's going to get crazy around here sometimes. Um, we are also Absolutely. working on getting some guests to, to join us. Um, I'm working on getting Dr. Eric Floyd, the one who keeps telling me that I need to get the COVID test. So looking yeah. forward to that, guys. Have yourself a safe, blessed, productive, and wonderful rest of the week, guys. Any final word you want to say? Yeah, I want to bring some people on, too, because I was talking to, in one of the recent shows about bringing maybe a teacher on to talk about what their experience is like during COVID 
particularly special education teachers. So mm-hmm. if you are currently a teacher that's been teaching remote and you work in special education, I would specifically like to hear from you um, because I used to be a special education teacher as well. So I can only imagine what that dynamic is looking like. There's so many thoughts and ideas and things that I'd like to explore. So we're going to get into it. Awesome. But get in my DM though, real talk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, most definitely, most definitely, I kind of agree with the same thing. I have uh, plenty of friends that are chefs, as well as doctors, nurses in our medical field, and as well dealing with this whole pandemic, have like worked through this pandemic as doctors and nurses. Would love for them to come on here and give their take of how strenuous it has been to do like 24 hour shifts 48 hour shifts i have a friend that's a doctor that worked for 72 hours straight no sleep having to stay at the hospital and things of that nature like it's it's been crazy for them as doctors and nurses so i would love for my friends to come on so i'll definitely make sure i get them in and i have a few friends that are chefs and it's been hard for them during this time of pandemic quarantine because a lot of places got shut down closed couldn't survive do throughout this all so i would love for them to give their definitely take. bring the chefs because this <laughs> what is this show called soul, soul food eliminated so we need to have a whole cooking segment we if you know how to throw down in the kitchen please come on through and bless us with a plate you know i love the food so keep in mind listen. i don't eat from just any body oh he don't have to <laughs> eat it i'll eat it for him right especially if you got them things on your elbows to make it look y'all know what i'm talking about the people who got some people just look like they can cook like they throw down especially those older black ladies strong strong no i can't describe it it's like older black women with the little thing on their elbow y'all know what i'm talking about that strong that strong arm y'all know what i'm talking about (laughs) so definitely bring all the chefs (laughs) thanks again for listening this has been another episode of soul food and lemonade hey till next time everyone